Buenos dias, Mission Street. A belated Happy Dia de las Madres to all moms out there. This is the Rorschach Spain update from Thursday, the 6th of May, 2021. Ten or so minutes of the big stuff going on in Spain. The wait is over. We have the results of the 12th regional elections in Madrid. Isabel Diaz Ayuso and her Partido Popular won with a resounding victory. This triumph over her left-wing opponents is attributed to Ayuso's controversial decision to keep bars, restaurants, and other businesses open during the peak of the pandemic. Partido Popular, or Pepe, gained a total of 64 seats in the regional assembly. To achieve a majority, they will need to form a coalition, most likely with the far-right Vox Party. The result will also be rough for the central government, led by left-wing coalition of PSOE and Unidos Podemos, as both parties achieved significantly lower results than they had hoped in this election. Two Spanish journalists were killed last week in Burkina Faso by an Islamic jihadist group. The Spaniards and one Irish wildlife activist were filming a documentary in the area along with a local anti-poaching patrol when armed men ambushed them. They shot at the locals, then kidnapped and later killed the Europeans. Spanish Minister of Defense Margarita Robles gave a speech at the airbase where their bodies were flown to Spain on Friday the 30th of April. She said the government will not stop fighting terrorism and that Spain and its partners would be relentless about it. The deceased David Bellarain, a seasoned journalist, and Roberto Fraile, the cameraman known for covering conflicts in Syria, will each be awarded Spain's Order of Civil Merit, which recognizes extraordinary individual contributions. Thousands of people gathered in more than 70 cities across Spain on the 1st of May for traditional Labor Day demonstrations. Seven government ministers attended the march in Madrid, including Yolanda Diaz, the Minister of Labor. She later addressed the crowd and said that employment is key to overcoming the economic crisis. Union leaders at the march called on the government to honor commitments that had been postponed by the pandemic, such as raising the minimum wage and approving equal pay laws. Protesters marched through the streets waving banners, but still respecting measures of social distancing. Last Thursday, the 29th of April, an outbreak of suspicious cases of COVID-19 virus occurred in the city of Vigo. The industrial city known for its port is now the first city in Spain with the confirmed cases of the new Indian variant of the virus, but unfortunately not the last. This latest variant was found among the crew of a ship docked in Vigo after sailing through South Asia. Seven sailors were infected. Four out of the seven were hospitalized. Shortly afterwards, one international exchange student tested positive in Extremadura. Three more sailors on a ship based in Bilbao were waiting for their results as they are also suspected of being infected with the same variant of the virus. Due to these events, all travelers coming from India must quarantine for 10 days after entering Spain. Margarita Robles gave another statement this week, this time about a soldier who passed away allegedly after receiving the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine. On Monday, the 3rd of May, the Minister of Defense said medical reports concluded that the death of the soldier from Navarra was a consequence of receiving the vaccination. After his vaccination, the corporal suffered severe headaches and acute discomfort. He was referred to the clinic and died days later minister expressed her condolences to the soldier's family and added that we should not be discouraged from receiving the vaccine in these difficult times. Another case of false COVID-19 test results 
have appeared in Spain. Police have arrested one pharmacist in Andalusia for selling phony test results to people who wanted to travel abroad. The suspect set up a sophisticated fraud network. He sold plane tickets through his travel website and referred those who bought them to his pharmacy for testing. After that, he hacked into the medical records of the Hospitalitat de Lobregat, where he would change the names in the database to the names of his clients and then pocketed the money. So far, police have found seven of his former clients who received their fake test results, but the investigation is still ongoing. Vox, Spain's far-right political party, has called out a school in Mallorca for teaching children about sex education. 11-year-old students at the IES Academy in Felanitz learned about reproduction. To make the class more fun, the teacher showed them how to make organs out of plasticine. This upset Jorge Campos, a Balearic member of Vox. He went on Twitter and expressed his anger towards the school for using plasticine to make genital models, calling it pornography. School defends its lessons, emphasizing that they use a variety of methods to teach kids about relationships, human development, sexual behavior, and health. Many schools in Spain are trying to reinstate these classes, which were banned during Franco's dictatorship. While on the subject of the schooling system in Spain, essential to talk about issues related to trans students, even though Spain's 14 autonomous regions adhere to protocols relating to calling transitioning students by their chosen names, the region of Asturias, La Rioja, Castilla, and León still have no regulations in this regard. Jesus Generalo, former president of the State Federation of Lesbian, Gay, Trans, and Bisexual People, says the school environment for transgender students is a lottery because there's no centralized regulatory framework. He recently surveyed 73 transgender minors and highlighted the high level of harassment they were exposed to in schools. Many students regularly faced insults and physical aggression from their peers, as well as their teachers. Most of them asked to be addressed by their chosen name, which is often ignored, as 27% of children reported that they were never called in the way they prefer. To learn more about this topic, you can go to the English online version of El País and read an article called Call Me By My Name. Challenge for trans students in the Spanish classrooms. The article follows the story of a 14-year-old trans student and his struggles in school. Link in the show description. Part of the Spanish tradition that went down in history last Friday on the 30th of April, it's time to say goodbye to the Libro de Familia, or the family book. Primary purpose of this book was to collect kinship ties between spouses, parents, and children, as well as births and deaths dates back to 1915, and practically all Spanish households had a copy. Don't worry. If you have a physical copy of this document, it is still valid, and the procedure to register any changes, births or deaths, remains the same. The only difference is that from now on, the documents will be issued in a digital format. Tough times for the aviation industry. Norwegian Airlines plans to lay off 85% of their workforce in Spain. This mass layoff means the end of long-haul operations from Barcelona, as well as a brutal cut in short-haul operations. The news came after the airline announced plans to close its bases in Barcelona, Gran Canarias, and Tenerife. Here's one interesting thing that may improve the mood of those who have received fines over the past year. Due to several staff shortages, authorities could not process various fines imposed on citizens for noncompliance with COVID-19 restrictions. Over 900,000 penalties have not been prosecuted, and many could expire because they're only valid for 12 months. 
After last week's announcements that they had reached level zero, Murcia's authorities are confident that tourists will soon start flocking to this part of Spain. To encourage tourism in the area, the Tourism Institute of the region of Murcia has already organized seven virtual meetings where they agreed to provide tourists with free health care and an extended hotel stay in case some of them contract COVID-19 while on vacation. The primary focus of the Institute is to provide a safe environment for all those who choose this region as their holiday destination. Are you planning to move to another part of Spain? Before you do, take a look at the results of the survey conducted by the Organization of Consumers and Users. Their analysis showed that people from Barcelona, Palma de Mallorca, and Madrid recorded the lowest satisfaction of their overall quality of life compared to other parts of Spain. Given that they measured many factors such as mobility, pollution levels, education services, health, and so on, it's difficult to determine exactly why people reacted in this way. The assumption would be that this was due to low employment rates and that the fact that these cities rely heavily on tourism, which has been limited in the last year. While you may want to avoid these areas, you might want to think about one of the cities in Galicia that ranks highest on the list. The residents of Vigo, northwest Spain, reported being the happiest with their quality of life. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Spain. Also, if you want to share any big news or events with us, be sure to let us know. We may even put it on the show if you announce something with enough time. You can email us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.